Sonic Podcast. Good morning, my many friends. I'm Gunnar Andrew Show, studio usher, Teddy Peterson. A British couple has spent nearly $70,000 renovating their living room to look like an airplane cabin. It's got airplane seats, airplane lighting, and when you come over for a visit, you're treated to a third of a can of Diet Coke. (laughs) Now silence, silence, I say. For can't you see we're trying to do a show here? Here comes another steaming pant load of Garner Andrews show on the Sonic. Gas to go from Sonic 129. Garner, I was going to ask you is, is, if something was a power move or not. Ooh, okay. My wife, she loves chocolate bars. And she'll buy like the segmented chocolate bars, like a Kit Kat or a Caramel. Mm-hmm. But she ignores the, the segments and just bites into it. Oh, that makes me nuts. Let me guess, when she drives down the road, too, she just sort of drives wherever she wants, ignoring the lanes? Oh, yeah. She's one of those people that doesn't know how to stand in line at the dollar store, too? Just sort of stands all willy-nilly off to the side, and then when you step in front, they're like, whoa, 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 I was standing here. She's also an ankle pusher. Like, she'll push her cart right up to the person uh, next in line, right up to her ankle. If there's one wrong move, everything is going to go to hell. Yeah, I don't. I, I couldn't watch a person eat a Kit Kat without snapping it into the pieces. I'm the same way. Yeah. Okay. Tell Not her she's. Not that I eat many, but tell her she is wrong. Okay. Thank you. She's doing life wrong. She says it was a power move, but I didn't think so. No. Either. You need to look her right in the eye and go, "Look, you're doing life wrong." <laughs> it's time for music, news, you can use with Bryce Kelly. It's Friday, March 21st, and this is what's up. Big news from the Black Keys. The band will be releasing a brand new song on Monday. It's going to be called Fever, and it's off their upcoming brand new album. It's also believed that details on this brand new album will also be released on Monday. Happy 34th birthday to Sum 41 singer Derek Wibley. He and the rest of the band have been pretty quiet lately, but they are believed to be working on new material that they say will be coming soon. And this was weird, but the investigation into the death of Kurt Cobain was briefly reopened recently. Seattle police found a few rolls of undeveloped film from the scene of his death, but it turns out they were, quote, underwhelming. So the case has once again been closed. That does it for another edition of Music News You Can Use on Sonic. Sonic 1029. Are you ever struck, Garner, when you listen to a Foo Fighters song just by the innate coolness of Dave Grohl? Yeah, and I'm always accused of being a Dave Grohl fanboy. And I might not like all of his music that he puts out with Foo Fighters, but I'm a Foo Fighters, but I'm just in love with his attitude. Me too. He he is uh, like a full full tilt lust for me. There's everything about him is cool. And every time I hear a Foo Fighters song, I'm blown away by just how rad they are. Yeah. And, and I'm, that's a throwback. I'm old, but to use the word rad and use it in context, but. They really are amazing. I think Dave Grohl, the reason we love Dave Grohl, and like I've said before, is that he, when we all fell in love with rock and roll music, nobody was whining about being a rock star. And now these days, every second artist you talk to is whining about how difficult it is to be a rock star. Shut up. We all dreamed of being, you're living the dream we wanted to live, and Dave Grohl seems to be the only guy who's out there going, holy crap, I'm a rock star. Yeah, he 
really seems to appreciate it. When they were here, um, not the last concert, but the time before, he, when he came on stage, he was like, I'm going to play the F out of this place, so get ready for three hours of a show. Yeah. And everybody just went nuts, and he did. He played for three hours. Yeah, he he throws he throws everything he's got at it. Yeah, it was awesome. So that was my my little music as you were talking about them. I thought I'm just struck every time I hear a song on Sonic by Foo. I'm just like, you're so awesome. You're just so cool, and he's just so fantastic. Okay, thank you very much for the phone call. I appreciate that. Yeah, it is kind of offensive, rock stars. When uh, and you know what? It's not just rock stars. It's actors. It's professional athletes you are privileged that you get to do that for a living and the rest of us who are just back at home shoveling coal into the engines of commerce 14 hours a day it's wildly offensive when we hear you whining about being a rock star or being an athlete or being an actor so everybody just quit it okay everybody hang a poster of dave Grohl in your bedroom and look at that every morning and you go you look at that and you go, that's how I need to carry myself through life. That's the attitude I need to adopt right there. Gas to go from Sonic 129. Good morning, Garnet. Hello. I was wondering, maybe we should talk about people that are really awesome after that last caller. Oh, the girl, uh, well, <laughs> Loren, I think was her name. Loren and I were fanboying all over Dave Grohl. Well, I'm also a Dave Grohl fanboy. But another person, and it's kind of off-limits a little bit, really, really just talented at everything, is the Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yes. And we're talking about famous people who... You're fans of them, maybe not so much for their work, but you're a fan of them because of their attitude and their ability to laugh at themselves. Exactly. And Timberlake just got it all. He can sing, he can dance, he can act, he's hilarious. Yeah. it's kind of off limits to be a Timberlake fanboy because of, of the band he was in. But as much as a, I'm a Dave Grohl fanboy like, like you, Timberlake is up there. Yeah, I would, uh, you know, how awesome would that be just to go, uh, you go out for beers one night and you show up at the bar like half an hour before your buddies get there. You're the first one there and you're holding the table and all of a sudden Dave Grohl and Justin Timberlake walk in and they're like, are these chairs? T-? And they just sit down with you. That would be an excellent night of goodness. (laughs) Okay. What's your first name? Uh, Chris. Okay, Chris, you have a good day. Thanks for this. You as well, buddy. Okay. The Modern Rock Door. The Modern Rock Door. Sonic Scott. The Modern Rock Door with Garner Andrews and so much more. Can you guess what's behind the Modern Rock Door? Another week is in the books for the Sonic Rock Door, and it is still there. $2,572 could be yours on Monday morning. All you have to do is correctly identify the song and the artist behind this. Cody was on today, and he thought it was Queens of the Stone Age. Go with the flow. Obviously, that's not what the song is. Head over to Sonic1029.com to check out a list of all the previous incorrect guesses. And there, you can also listen to the Sonic Rock Door clip as often as you want. Tune in to the Garner Andrews Show weekday mornings at 820 as the modern rock door jackpot grows. Sonic1029. Oh, Sonic1029. Modern rock. Uh, We've got somebody sitting on hold right now who wants to talk about something we were discussing the other day on the show. Those people that can never put their cell phones away. It's always right in front of their face or even in their hand. And I was discussing how even when you're walking around with the cell phone in your hand makes me crazy. It just, 
Sort of feels like you're waiting for someone way more interesting than me to come along to text you or phone you. Put it away. Just at least hide it somewhere. Anyway, what about you? Go ahead. So, conversation about awkward people with their cell phones. Well, it's, and look, I don't want to sound like I'm from, uh, you know, I'm a, a traveler from the past, you know, who just showed up and I'm wearing caveman clothes and I don't understand technology. I use technology probably more than most guys my age. But I can also look at it and I go, this is, this has officially become a problem. Yeah. Um, two things. I actually dated somebody who would only talk to me by a cell phone and only by a text. So our conversations in person were very minimal. If I wanted to talk to her, I'd have to leave and then start texting her. <laughs> really? Yeah, that didn't last long. No, I'd be out of there at the speed of light. Yeah, that would bother me, I think. Oh, it was quite frustrating and annoying. Um, a good way to combat that, especially if you're out with a group of friends, everybody throws their cell phone to the middle. And the first one that reaches for it to check it has to pick up the tab for the night. Ooh, I like this idea. Yep, it works fantastic. The Garner Andrew Show to go. So you're talking about uh, how cell phones are sort of more detrimental to us. Than how cell age. phones are ruining our lives. And our ability to communicate. It's kind of funny. I, like, um, the other day somebody called me, and I missed the call. So I grabbed my cell phone, and I returned the call, and it went straight to their voicemail. So I responded with, hello, this is my name. I missed your call. If you need to reach me, my phone number is. And I started rattling off my phone number. And I got through the first three digits and then realized I couldn't remember what my cell phone number was. Well, it's it was just like... Yeah. It used to be, back in the day when I was a kid, you your phone hung in the kitchen of your house. And if you were lucky, maybe there was an extension in the basement. But for the most part, you had one phone. Exactly. And it had a cord on it. And next to the phone, you had like a scrap piece of paper just sort of thumbtacked to the wall. And it had everybody's phone number written on it. Yeah. <laughs> this is what I was a kid. Now, honest to God, my best friends, guys that I talk to daily, if you said, uh, what's Chris's phone now? I wouldn't be able to tell you. Yeah. We've become so dependent that, like, our cell phones have almost made us less intelligent because they store everything for us. So we don't have to exercise our minds to do anything. It's all there right in front of us. Yeah. Um, I've been talking a lot about my biggest beef when it comes to, I don't want to, like, I don't want to be out with you and be staring across the table at you and you're staring at your screen the whole time. That drives me nuts. But it even bothers me when people walk around just with their cell phone in their hand, like it never gets put away. Yeah. <laughs> it just, and I used the example the other day, it feels like I've, I'm talking to somebody at a party, but they're not looking at me. They're always just kind of looking over my shoulder to see if there's somebody way more interesting than me to talk to. <laughs> and then somebody pointed out and said, Garner, you know that has a lot to do with women and the pockets on their jeans aren't big enough to put the phone in. So, no, that's not it. <laughs> no? So what you're saying is that... <laughs> so what you're saying is they truly are waiting for somebody more interesting? Um, oh, the pause says all I need to hear. No, I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying that we become dependent on them that we don't have to stretch ourselves to have any kind of connection because 
that connection is already in our hand. Oh, I know. And that's we're you know what's happening is we're there's an entire generation coming up right now who won't know how to be alone. They, they won't. Yeah. It's the Garner Andrews Show to go. Want to hear more stuff like this? Check out the Lane Mitchell Podcast. Available for free at Sonic1029.com. So, um, today's my birthday. So, I'm excited for that because we're all going to go sing out karaoke and stuff like that downtown. So, that's super exciting. But then I have a get tomorrow and it's going to be awesome. Well, so now you're going to have to pull out your PhD in buzz management if you're going to get through this. Yeah, I'm getting kind of old, so I don't know how I'm going to ha- handle it. I think I'll take it easy tonight and rock out tomorrow. Yeah. But now, let's go back to karaoke here for a second. Do you have a, do you have a karaoke standard that you like to bust out? I do. I oh. see Johnny Cash. I was going to say, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be like crazy or a Johnny Cash. Song. Which uh, ring of fire? No, I sing the Folsom Prison. Uh-huh. And I sing the Tennessee Flat Top Box song. Oh. My favorite. <laughs> okay, so nice pull on that one because nobody probably sings that. Yeah. I get the feeling, though, everybody does Folsom Prison Blues. Maybe. I, I like see, hearing other people sing it, and then I like one-upping them. So I'll mm-hmm. go up after them and pick the same song. <laughs> oh, see, that seems like a bit of a DM douche maneuver, right? Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'm not the greatest singer, but I, it's only Johnny Cash I can sing. So, like, the low... I don't need to shriek out notes or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know much about... I, karaoke is one of those things where in the back of my mind, I always think to myself, yeah, I would love to go out to karaoke one night, but I sort of feel like I'd freeze once I got there. But I don't know the etiquette, and I don't know the karaoke cliches, like the songs that everybody does. Yeah. Well, you have to make sure not to go where like all the hipsters go, because there's a place on White where if you go there, you're going to be shown up every time, because that's where everybody that should have a like singing record should go. Mm, the so people you that... have to go find the dive bars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Venture east, west, find yourself a, a bar in a strip mall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so... Do you want to hit me a little bit with your uh, with your Johnny Cash? Um. Yeah, I probably could try. Just get, belt a little bit out, okay? Okay. I'll pour right myself a beer. Yeah, I'm going to get myself a beer. Okay. You go All right. In a little cabaret in a South Texas border town sat a boy and his guitar. And the people came from miles around and all the girls still dreamed about them. You know, it's a funny word, Chipotle. It's a fun word to say, too, Chipotle. Ooh, I should have Arby's for lunch. I haven't had Arby's in ages. Flat top box, and he would play. That's my morning. Wow, you know a lot of words. Sonic Podcast. Good morning, good morning. I I got to start by apologizing. I've had about a month off of listening to your show, and I started it up again yesterday. And I gotta I gotta wonder what happened. Why do you have so many pessimistic, self-important people listening to you guys now? Oh my God. You know, not, this is there are th- all those, like you said before, those people that got the participation ribbons. They all started listening to the Gurner After Show now. <laughs> but at least you and I can take some comfort in the fact that we're laughing behind their backs and they don't even know it. Oh, they should know it. They should know it. It just makes me laugh all day yesterday. I couldn't believe it. I was, I, it was hilarious. Like, uh. It's How many months and years have you been saying participation ribbon people and now they're all calling in? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm running this province, there will be no more participation ribbons. No, definitely no. not. No. Society needs winners 
And society needs losers. We can't all be winners all the time. It's killing us. It's killing our competitive nature. We need that competitive spirit in order to get stuff done. If you ever want to achieve anything in your life, you need to, you need to be competitive. You need to know when you're a winner. You need to know when you're a loser. As a matter of fact, I've even given, uh, I've even given my daughter's uh, teachers permission to call them losers from time to time. Just walk up, maybe working away, those giant pencils in their giant notebooks, and just whisper in their ear, you're a loser. Sometimes they just take, I've, I've even given the teachers those um, wrapping paper tubes that Christmas paper comes on so they, they can stand way back and just whisper through the tube right into their ear. Keeps them on their toes. It keeps them competitive. I think I'm doing them a good, good service. I'm doing them a solid. A Sonic1029.com podcast. Is this Garner? It is. How are you today? Sir? I, I'm doing well. How about you? Oh, pretty good. You know, I just had to. I had to call. I usually don't call into these uh, radio station thingies, but um, you're going to have a new listener. I thought I'd let you know. Oh, yeah. Well, well, well thank you. What you know? What I, I, I usually, well, I kind of flip and flop all over the place, and uh, I decided, you know what, I'm going to try listening because uh, well, you know, uh, you used to live in Calgary next to a cousin that you know of mine, well, and. And he uh, he's always said, you know, do you listen? And I go, well, sometimes I do. And then you had that one guy that called in. I think it was Will about the uh, when the girl was singing Johnny Cash. Oh yeah. Oh, you had me laughing when you, when you were doing the daydreaming thing. That was awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate. Are you talking about my old neighbor Brian Larue? Yeah, Brian Larue. That's right. My Hi. name is Dave Larue. Dave. And he is my cousin. Well, and. You don't even spell your name properly. It's got like an yeah, accent and it's got a I know. Well, it's French, right? It's French. Oh. It's actually pronounced Lure. Lure. Uh, Lure. No, you got to roll your tongue a little bit. Well, your cousin Brian <laughs> is one of my all-time favorite people. He's a good boy. Is that, oh, yeah, he's a good guy. I'll, yeah. Next time I see him, I'll have to uh, tell him that uh, I talked to you. And- yes, thank you, Dave. I really do appreciate that. This is the Garner Andrews Show to go. Like, get the hell out of here.